Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Everyday Health Podcast. Join Dr. Carlos as he takes a broad look at the medical world. This podcast focuses on the health topics that affect everyone. Now, here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Welcome, everyone. Today, I have a great guest. Her name is Dr. Patricia A. Ronald Reba. She's a childhood obesity specialist and author in Orange County, California. She's the founder and was the founder and is medical director of Dr. Patricia MD, Dr. Reba Health Club, a community-based organization designed to prevent and treat nutrition-related health problems in children aged 0 to 18 years and their families. By the way, you can see right in the back behind her on her left side, Dr. Patricia's Health Club. This is a fabulous idea that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. She also has another uh, nonprofit organization, uh, Serving, Children, Serving Children's Hope. Oh, Children, Serving Kids Hope. Serving Kids Hope. She's going to have to help me out on my own introduction, but that's the way it works. Thank you so much again, everybody, for following us. Make sure if you want to support us to share and subscribe this video. Now let's welcome to the show, Dr. Reba. Welcome, Dr. Reba. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. This is a fascinating topic because it's our future. That's why I like it so much, because we're talking about children. We're talking about obesity, which is a huge problem. And um, we cover a lot of things on the news. <laughs> and sometimes I think we cover things that we shouldn't be bothering with when we should be talking about things like this. And the first thing I want to talk to you about, Dr. Reba, there's so much. First one is ACEs, because I know your program, Dr. Patricia's Health Club, helps with that. But what is ACEs and how does it apply to your program? So ACEs is, um, it's, it's called, it's, uh, the acronym is from the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. And it was done by a doctor actually treating obesity at Kaiser. Um, and he ended up seeing that there was this, people were, you know, he was helping people lose weight. And he had this one patient that gained a lot of weight really quickly. And he's like, what's going on here? And it turned out that this woman had had um, abuse in her life. And so he, he really started thinking about the fact that, you know, uh, we've always known kind of obesity isn't about calories in and calories out. And what, what else is taking place? And so he did this research project. I think they looked at over 17,000 people um, wow. and through Kaiser's health system. And they basically found that, you know, they looked at adverse childhood experiences. So uh, sexual abuse, neglect, um, physical abuse, parents incarcerated, divorce, mental illness in the family, um, and, you know, and, and other things. And they basically found that if you had four or more of those things, you were like, you, you were more likely to commit suicide. You were more likely to be depressed. You're more likely to be obese, have heart disease, uh, lung disease, uh, uh, abuse drugs. You were more likely to 
um, you know, have all cancer, all these medical conditions, diabetes, all these things that we are, we're trying to use medicines for, we're trying to fix. And actually it, it really, you know, stems from dealing with this trauma over time in our lives. And so it, 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 I'm really excited when this came out, Dr. Nadine Burke Harris, our Surgeon General in California made this big pitch in January. She's like, she wants everybody to screen for ACEs. And, but right now it's like, it's a little hard because we were, we want to screen for this. We want to get people on the right track, but right now there's not quite, or we're working on it with some other great people in this County, but there's, there's not quite a, a, like a, a description of exactly what to do and how to do it. The basic guidelines though, are exactly what my team and I do. So yes, you have to get treated for mental health for your trauma and that can be through EMDR, CPT. Those are different types of trauma treatment um, and work with a therapist about that. But the rest of the things that will buffer you from those um, adverse childhood experiences affecting your life expectancy, because like I said, 20 years less life expectancy, it's crazy. Um, and that would be working on sleep, uh, having proper nutrition, exercise, mindfulness, um, having a support system. And so those are all things that my team and I have been doing for nearly 20 years. As we've been treating childhood obesity, we've been working with families and using this approach, instead of adding more stress to these kids and putting them on a diet, doing portion control, and all these things that, that don't work. We all know they don't work, but this maybe starts to tell us why they don't work. That you have to get that underlying trauma, those underlying barriers, which are inhibiting you from becoming more healthy. And for those people listening to us on the podcast, you can watch a clip of Dr. Patricia's Health Club here on our YouTube channel, The Dr. Carlos Show. Catch the clip. You can see the video and you'll watch the 30 seconds. So tell us a little bit about the show and, and, and how it can impact these individuals. Well, what we've come to, to understand since this pandemic hit, I was seeing all these kids um, just you know through telemedicine and they were all extremely traumatized by um, distance learning, the pandemic, all these things going on, especially my early learners, especially my kids on the spectrum, um, especially my kids that were had special needs. And so I had one patient actually, she cut half of her hair. <laughs> she was so stressed. The mom's like, I thought she was oh, fine wow. with distance learning. <laughs> yeah. And she was oh. like, and her mom was like, I thought she was fine. Then one day she's like, I just can't handle this. And she cut one side of her hair. So I was like, I've got to oh. do something. And so what I've always wanted to do is kind of put together a lifestyle show for, uh, for preschoolers and kindergartners. And so I've worked with some amazing people at PBS SoCal um, in the community, Lisa O'Brien, who's amazing. And we've put together this show um, that we're working on the half hour um, shows now for a pilot that we're gonna be airing. And, it, and it's already in the digital format. We've already started 30 second clips and it's really just teaching kids how to use the letters of the alphabet to become more healthy. And um, it's so much fun. And we've been doing this for classrooms. So like, for example, the letter D, I was doing it for this one classroom and we were like, okay, well, you can have, you know, dates uh, start with the letter D and they're healthy for your body. Or if you're feeling down, you can use the letter D to, um, you know, dig in the dirt, play with your dog, draw a picture of your day. Those are all mindful things that you can do that will help actually decrease stress. Um, there's trusted adults 
um, like um, that start with the letter D, like dietitians, uh, doctors, and dentists. And so we used to use these the letters of the alphabet to kind of inspire, and we're teaching kids about fruits and vegetables and mindfulness and curbing screen time and being active and getting out in nature and being more healthy. Um, and so it's been it's been a, a labor of love, I will tell you. Um, we've come up with these bird <laughs> characters, and um, we're having a wonderful time. So, and that's at drphc.org. And we, the kids, we don't want them playing games, so they can go on the, um, they can go click on our books on the website. They can print them out. They can see our video, but then they can, it's only 30 seconds. And we only have A, B, and C so far. We're still working on funding, but we're going to get to Z, I promise. Now, folks, down below, you can also see those links, drphc.org. drphc.org, yes. drphc.org. Yes. DRPHC.org, folks. You can see it in the description. And you also have a GoFundMe page. I think we're going to put a link down there as well. That would be fantastic. Yes. Because okay. we are, we're really working right now. We're trying to raise $100,000 so we can finish the half hour um, series, um, which would be about 12 episodes. And then we can definitely get all 26 letters of the alphabet. Some of them will be, you know, within uh, like X and, and Y. It'll be hard to, you know, we'll, we'll combine those with other ones. So uh, Dr. Reba, it, um, do you have a name for the GoFundMe page? Is it? Um, I, I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> so, That's okay. If we can get it later, I'll send it. I'll, I'll share it with the, sure. uh, the podcast with listeners sure. too. Okay. okay. That would be great. So yeah, if you're on the podcast listening to it, you can go over to the YouTube channel of Dr. Carlos Show and you can get, catch the link there um, for the drphc.org uh, for helping out with the show and getting the rest of those letters filled out for ABC here. And by the way, I like dates. So those are always good. I like dates. <laughs> yes, I love to use dates, especially like to replace sugar and rest, like could give food sweetness without adding um, sugar. So they're great. So. Is it okay with the coconut? Oh yeah, coconut is is great. This is fantastic. Yes, and actually, I will say coconut is my favorite food. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, there you sorry. go. So let me ask you this: We've talked now before. I should get to that. The show seems to be targeted what seven or eight year olds. It's actually two to six year olds. Two to six. Okay. Really, yeah, and, and we're hitting all of the. I mean, and the cool thing is that we're we're really trying to engage the whole family. I've got a friend of mine who uh, used to be in Sugar Ray. I went to high school with him, Stan Fraser, and he's gotten given us all this great music. So it's going to have more of that, you know, really kind of <laughs> cool Jack Johnson more vibe than um, the squeaky music that you hear on a lot of the kids' shows right now. Um, and we're going to really try to have some adult humor in it, um, get these, you know, and get the kids engaged with these, with these birds, but really, we really want the whole family engaged. And so it won't be, you know, hard to, hard to sit through as an adult or an older kid. What's his name? Stan Johnson? Stan Fraser. He's great. Stan Fraser. I've known him since, since high school. And he's was, like I said, the, our hot band in high school was the Tories and they, and those guys went on to become <laughs> Sugar Ray. So. Well, it's kind of funny because it's just, I think of Stan Fraser and I'm thinking of Stan, the music man on Daniel Tiger. So. Oh <laughs> yeah. Kind of, you know, the it all, together. <laughs> <laughs> it all does. comes around full circle. What are you seeing right now? Switch topics a little bit. What are you seeing right now with a lot of children? What, what are some of the issues? I know you mentioned uh, during this pandemic, a lot of them are obviously stressed out. Uh, yes. We've heard about the unfortunate child cutting her hair. 
what are the things that you see? Are they eating more snacks? Are they sitting around and watching more TV? What are they doing right now? Yeah, I think I, you know, I, you know, okay. So there's two ways I'm seeing kids dealing with stress. <laughs> they're either watching screens or they're eating and neither one of those are helping coping mechanisms. And so when, and so, and actually, so our bodies are designed to experience life through all five senses. We feel safe when we experience life through five senses. So if you're you know, if you're smelling, if you're hearing, if you're touching, if you're tasting, um, if you're, what's my other one, hearing, <laughs> then, you, <laughs> then you're experiencing life the way it should be. But when you're on a screen all day for school, and then you're on video games for entertainment, and then you're on screens to communicate with your friends, actually somewhere in our brain, it makes us feel unsafe. You're only using two senses. And so there's a conflict. And so when kids are going to screens for like so many things in their day, their screen time has gone up exponentially. What we're finding is they're having more trouble sleeping. Um, they don't stay sleeping as well, especially if they're using those screens before bed, their stress level is going up and so forth. So it's a really important time to get kids off of screens, get them doing things that are mindful, um, playing musical instruments, doing art, doing crafts, looking at nature, you know, doing things in the backyard. It's got to, it, we, we got to get back to basics um, with our kids instead of, you know, letting, oh, you watching TV and so forth. Plus one thing that's added to their screen time is parents are just, they're trying to work from home and do all these things too. And so it's like, they kind of are using that as a babysitter. And so we, as parents and as um, caregivers, we really need to start being creative and coming up with ideas to get kids um, healthy and off of screens and also not using food as a tool for, for stress. So, um, so that's, that's important too. Great stuff, Dr. Reba. You know what, folks, we got the, the name of the GoFundMe page. So if you want to help support it out, you can go to Help Heal and Inspire Early Learners. Help Heal and Inspire Early Learners to help out uh, with this program. It's a great program. We're going to learn a little bit more about it right now. You know, my background's in forensic psych. I do a lot of teaching on criminal psychopathology. And one caveat, folks, this is not saying that people who have these issues lead into criminal behavior or delinquency, not at all. But we're always looking for contributing factors because there are qualities that we see, such as aggression, impulsivity, things of that nature that can lead to um, unlawful behavior. So I guess my question to you, Dr. Reba, is when you see children doing a lot of these activities on the computer, TV, and we're talking a lot of hours, does it contribute to impulsivity? Does it, it contribute to a problem with delayed gratification or anything of that sort? Um, yes. I mean, I think that it, all the way around. And I think, and I wouldn't even just limit that to kids. I mean, I think it, it increases your overall stress and that just can't be good. Um, I find even with myself, when the pandemic started, I was doing telemedicine and I was on the screen, 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 screen. And I, I would take my dogs for a walk. And I was like, I had to like, I, I really knew the dog walk was over when my head was finally feeling clear. And it would take a while because you do get in this, um, in this state, that's just, it's not a healthy place to be. A couple of things that, you know, just, just for the parents, like some real key things to keep in mind is that hour and a half or two before bedtime, trying to get people off of screens, 
uh, that being on screens, I mean, think about it. The skies are blue during the daytime. Our bodies are designed to see that blue light and think it's daytime. So what happens when you think that, you know, when you, you're about to go to bed and you look at this blue screen, I'm just going to check my emails. I'm just going to check my homework. I'm just going to read a book on a screen. What ends up happening is our brain's like, oh, blue light, it's daytime. So it affects our melatonin levels. It affects our sleep. Um, if we have a harder time falling asleep and staying asleep and quality asleep. So um, really, if, if you can start as a family, this isn't just like tell the kids to do this, the whole family should be really working on turning off those screens about an hour and a half or two before bedtime. Um, so, um, and that, you know, reading out of a book, uh, you know, playing a board game together, uh, making a fort, getting ready for your day, organizing your backpack, do whatever, you know, you can do together, spending time with pets. Those are all really mindful things. Drawing a picture of your day, those would be great things for your kids to do before they go to bed and for you to do before you go to bed. Um, and then the second thing is making sure to turn off screens during meals and snacks. Because if you're watch, if you're watching someone near you're eating, you're not listening to your stomach. In fact, I find like if you remember when we used to all go to the movie theaters, those people would eat those big old barrels of popcorn to be like emotionally eating through the movie, um, because they're distracted by Hollywood, of course. And so when we are distracted by a screen, we're not going to listen to those subtle cues about being full, um, and 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 we're not necessarily even eating if we're hungry. We're just emotionally eating through this movie, and so really trying to disconnect connect food and screens is will go a long way to helping your family and yourself become more healthy. Well, that's great advice. Great stuff. And I you know it's so powerful because there's so many people right now on the screens. And I, like you mentioned earlier, going back to the basics, to me, it's kind of like going back to the old days. You know, we didn't have any of that stuff. <laughs> we had to play Lincoln logs and Legos and whatnot. Yes. And, um, so it's, I guess Western. for parents. Twister. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah get Scrabble. I mean, those are great things to pull out right now. You can talk about times when you were younger. You can share those with your children. Um, you know, these these games that flash and have batteries are probably not the best things for your children right now. That's a great, great advice. What are you noticing in regards to food? Um, I know the U.S. is trying as hard as it can at times, <laughs> trying <laughs> to... Um, fight against obesity against children and trying to uh, help with food we see france always has some novel ideas they don't show uh, any more commercials to targeting children and they're not allowed to show that i think we i think we still show uh cereals don't we like cocoa puffs and those things or they think you finally get rid of those here you know that's a good question i just don't watch commercials yeah. or tv much anymore um i usually tell kids though if a food has a commercial um it's probably not it's probably not healthy <laughs> so oh, that's usually my rule of thumb <laughs> i'm like if a food doesn't have a commercial it comes from nature um it has to be raised and loved in the sun you've never seen a commercial for radishes or onions or apples or you know and so those are going to be the more natural healthy foods um, but I think my big thing I'm seeing as a trend in food is just that, you know, foods from nature are just, are just, they're skipped over, you know? So I tell families, I'm like, just start drinking water. Like water's so good for you, you know, and just, and they even just recently did a study on moodiness and they found that us women, we tend to even, even more so than men, uh, we can get more moody if we're dehydrated. So I always have my water next to me. It's <laughs> like, so have your water, drinking it throughout the day. And I tell the kids, I'll show them, I'm like, I'll show this pen or I have this little yellow duck that I'll show them. I'm like, if your pee is yellow, you're not drinking enough water, you know? So just starting to drink 
more water instead of all those sugary drinks and caffeinated things that none of us need. Um, that can go a long way. And then just start adding fruits and vegetables to meals and snacks. It's just a basic tip, but all of a sudden other things are getting crowded out, you know, because, you know, you're having those fruits and vegetables and those foods are full of nutrients, they're full of fiber, they makes you, make you feel full. You know, you can eat a whole thing of pizza, but we're, you know, nobody's ever come to me with a stomach ache. Oh, Dr. Patricia, I ate too many, you know, Brussels sprouts or carrots or apples, those natural foods, as long as the screens are off, you should kind of self-regulate and eat what you need. That's great advice. And I guess another thing we have to be careful with, you know what I always found years ago, I was a trainer and I always found out people really had a misunderstanding of uh, juices. They think juices were harmless because they thought it was a liquid and you can just drink as much as you want. I mean, I had clients that would drink a whole bottle of orange juice every day. I was just like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. It's like a thousand calories. Um, what do you about juices and, and kids? We see a lot of these juices now, uh, not going to name any names, but they'll have certain characters on them. And there's a lot of character stuff going on. Maybe we can talk about that too. There's a lot of TV shows and cartoons slapped on cereals and gummy bears and whatnot. Um, but maybe we'll start off with the juices and then those characters. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I just don't recommend any juices. There's really, um, it's just, when you think about, you know, people, I get grandma, <laughs> this one grandmother and she like was fighting with me about this. She's just like, but doctor, you don't understand. Cause I'm like, eat foods from Asian. She's like, I pick these from my yard and I squeeze them myself. I'm like, it's a great arm workout. I oh. like the fact that you're gardening. That's very mindful. But when you eat that fruit whole, you feel full from it. When you squeeze it down and you're just, you're basically just getting the sugar from the fruit. And so people are like, oh, but it gives me vitamin C. It gives, it has so many negative effects. In fact, my kids with high triglycerides and my kids that are going towards diabetes, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, let's just drink more water, eat your fruits and drink your, and drink water. Now you could change it up a little bit. You could, you know, add, add some herbs or add some whole fruits, you know, into a pitcher of water or, you know, put a lemon on it or, you know, so we put mint in water sometimes, or, you know, you can do a, you know, whatever you can, you can have fun with a whole fruit, you know, that getting cucumbers and tangerines, but the juice of the fruit, that's the issue. And so you can get the essence of it, but the juice of it is the issue. So eat fruits and vegetables and drink water. That's my big thing. That's great, great advice. I didn't even think about that. That's right, because it's so heavily concentrated on the sugars. Yes. And that's one of the things, too, I guess I wanted to ask you about. Uh, we got about a few more minutes to go here, but uh, the sugar seems to be a big problem in today's society. Um, yes. I know some of my other podcasts have talked about the sugar industry and, and <laughs> what they've done over the past, but uh, that's something you don't hear about. I hear a lot of complaining about milk or eggs and all this other stuff, but Nobody seems to say much about the sugar. I don't know if they just assume everybody knows it's bad or what, but it's pretty bad stuff because it's almost in everything. Yes. No, and that's, that's really what we focus on in my practice. You know, we have, and we, we don't even just take care of children. We have so many adults now that are pursuing care from us. We, I think my oldest patient's in their seventies right now. We have patients all different ages. I've got one grandfather that lost 50 pounds going through our program, but basically the big thing to do is, you know, is really stop adding sugar to your foods. Stop buying foods that have sugar in the labels. We want to, you know, an apple naturally has some natural sugars. That's fine. But you don't add add sugar to things. And, and if you can do that, 
it, it does a few things. So number one, we look at the people that have high sugars in their diet from sugary drinks, sugary foods, processed grains, they're more likely to have problems with their heart. Everybody focuses on, you know, it's the fat, it's the cholesterol, it's not, it's sugar that affects your heart. And so once we pull out those sugars, we start eating more natural foods, you start eating more fruits and vegetables, you, it changes your taste buds. Like if parents will really all the time, they're like, my kid won't eat vegetables. I'm like, well, he's having like, you know, all these sugary drinks all day long and it's affecting his taste buds. So let's just switch over to water and then just keep, continue to serve those bitter foods like vegetables and natural foods. And over time they develop a taste for it and it works like a charm. But it, it's just, and, and you never want to pressure a kid, eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables, that will make them go the opposite way. But serving it, serving it, serving it, and then stop buying the other stuff, that goes a long way. That's great, great advice. And I know I'm going to upset some people with this comment, but before we get to my upsetting comment, folks, <laughs> go again to go find me at Help Heal and Inspire Early Learners to help out this great program, Dr. Patricia's Health Club. Also, you can check out her nonprofit, Serving Kids Hope. Um, here's the upsetting comment, folks. Um, <laughs> parents need to be good models. So the old days of do what I say, not what I do, doesn't seem to help very well with food. <laughs> Am I right on that? Oh, yeah. No, it's everything. That's what, you know, you can't sit there and smoke and be like, don't smoke. <laughs> like you, what you do it speaks volumes to your child. So if you, if you say, I had a bad day, I need a drink. I had a bad day. I'm going to watch TV. I had a bad day and you scream at somebody at your house. Your kids are going to think that's an appropriate way of dealing with stress. But if you go, I had a bad day, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. I had a bad day. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to go garden. I'm going to do some yoga. Then all of a sudden you're really modeling some important things. And, and I think that's one thing with children, you know, that we talked about the ACEs a little bit in the beginning of this, like teaching children and inspiring them to have healthy ways, ways of dealing with stress will help with, with stress overall. It's going to help with their weight. It's going to help with their sleep. It's going to help with their confidence growing up. And so that's a really good place to start. And so thinking about how you deal with stress, how much sleep you're getting, making sure you're getting enough sleep, you will prioritizing sleep. Um, all of a sudden that will make those priorities for your children. And it goes just, it, it really makes the, all the difference in the world with the families where the parents are engaged. Um, the kids tend to do very well. Great advice, great advice. And actually, I'm going to reframe it a little bit, uh, just in case I did upset some people. But remember, your kids always want to be just like you, they do. especially when they're younger. So the way uh, Dr. Eva hit the nail on the head when she said how you handle stress, how you get a bad phone call, they're going to react that way. And it always surprises me, too, Dr. Eva, because sometimes they're like, I don't know where they got this from. <laughs> when you're five or four years old, they're not hanging around groups of kids out of the streets, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting it from you more than likely. So, um if you're eating sweets all the time, guess what? They want to be just like mom and dad and do the same things. So take it as a compliment. Just try to change the behavior a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Dr. Reba, in our last couple of minutes, what is some of the last minute advice? It's always the toughest question to answer, but what, what are some of the things you want to highlight for parents, um, adults, children, everybody and during, this, uh, during this time of COVID and, of course, the Christmas holidays? Any recommendations you can give them? I do. In fact, I think, you know, there's one thing that we've been doing and um, I will, I'll get this, this to you, but I think, you know, it is the holiday season. 
um, it's really important to do these mindful activities. We're trying to eat healthier and so forth. So number one, use the colors of the seasons to inspire different fruits and vegetables like pomegranates and you know, green peppers and different, you know, look with the kids say, let's find some red and green fruits and vegetables. In, and that might be a fun way of getting them engaged with, with eating some more healthy um, foods during the season. The other thing is, you know, like turning on some Christmas music, just, you know, talking at the table, not bringing food, you know, screens to the table is important. And finally, everyone likes to make cookies during Christmas. And cookies are mindful. It's a mindful thing to do to cook together and it can be very peaceful. The problem is that it's, we don't want to eat, eat all the cookies. So what we've come up with is this, we call it gingerbread Picasso. And it's just white flour, water and salt. And it's a, it's on our website, drpatriciamd.com. And, um, and you can make this dough and my mom used to make it for us and it'd be in the refrigerator and we'd get we'd wake up in the morning and we would just get it out and we'd start rolling it out and we would it was all the fun of making cookies we'd use cookie cutters christmas ones and so forth and make the and make these ornaments you have to make the hole in it beforehand so use like a straw or whatever and then you bake them like a cookie and then you can paint them and you can hang them on your tree you can hang them in your house um you can give them as gifts and here it's like a way of number one using up those processed grains like white flour for crafts and not eating them <laughs> not getting sugar in but but getting that that family time together where you can all be doing this together so that's my my recommendation is is you know is to try that recipe and like i said use the seasons to inspire different fruits and vegetables and um you know and just enjoy each other if we're working on being thankful can go a long ways to becoming healthy and bringing down people's stress Great stuff. Great advice today, folks. Again, drpatriciamd.com. You can also go to the GoFundMe page, Help Heal and Inspire Early Learners, and check out the nonprofit, Serving Kids Hope. Thank you so much, Dr. Reva, for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'd love to come back. I just, I love your show and I, I love everything that you're doing. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you everyone for listening. Remember to support our channel and support our podcast, share and subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can check out our podcast on the description below. Thanks everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.